Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon and welcome to Across the Arts. I'm your host, Patrick D. McCoy. Today, as a part of the Maestro series, we are pleased to have Dr. Dana Marsh, the newly appointed artistic director of the Washington Bach Consort. Founded in 1977 by the late Dr. J. Riley Lewis, who passed two years ago, the consort went through a period of grieving their beloved founder while looking ahead to carry on his rich legacy. Please join me in welcoming Dana Marsh. Good afternoon. Patrick, it's a true honor to be on your show today. Thank you so much. And first of all, congratulations on your appointment as Artistic Director of the Washington Bach Concert. You certainly did stand tall among other impressive candidates. What made you decide to throw your hat in the ring? Well, gosh, that's a wonderful question. It's first, you know, to have an opportunity to direct an ensemble that focuses chiefly on the works of J.S. Bach is just something that doesn't come along very often. It's really, I saw it as really sort of a once-in-a-lifetime kind of opportunity. And, of course, the Washington Bach Consort itself is uh, renowned as, you know, a, a, a really well-oiled machine uh, that puts out wonderful concerts at a high artistic level, an enviable artistic level, and uh, it's just a real pleasure for me to to be at the artistic helm of, of this group. Now, talk to me about your vision for the consort in the new season. Um, what will regular fans of the consort and perhaps new followers have uh, to look forward to? Well, um, it's a very interesting year coming up in that there was a slightly unusual process of, of doing the programming and it really came from a, a, a wealth of resources from all five candidates who were shortlisted for this position. Uh, the search committee asked each candidate to uh, submit a proposed season for uh, this coming year, and we all did that. And then the artistic committee of the Washington Bach consort got together uh, to put together sort of an amalgamation, uh, sort of the best of, if you will, uh, of all mm. of these selections. So as you might imagine, there's an incredibly rich uh, uh, season coming up, and uh, that will be made abundantly clear at the first performance, uh, which comes on Sunday, September 16th at 3 p.m. at National Presbyterian Church, where we'll hear Bach's uh, Zinget dem Herrn ein neues Lied, that's BWV 190, and uh, uh, with the text, Sing to the Lord a New Song. Um, and then Handel's Ode for St. Cecilia's Day and Bach's uh, very well-known Magnificat to finish the program. So that's going to get us off to a real explosive, even sort of fireworks-like start to the year. You know, I particularly love the Bach Magnificat. Um, when I was in college, we sang that, and that supposed to be pretentious for the tenor is certainly no easy feat. Isn't it amazing? Yeah, I mean, it's that whole piece, whether it's the choruses or the arias or the three-part uh, uh, Sushepit Israel, uh, the incredible mm. upper 
voice movement. Um, it's it's just one big group of hits, really. And and the choruses, <laughs> any time, as, as you know, a choir uh, sees Magnificat on the list of uh, menu of repertory for the year, it's always cause for excitement. <laughs> now, talking about excitement, you have quite a busy schedule with balancing um, not only the Bach concert, but your academic post at Indiana. Talk to me a little bit about your work with your students there, and will there ever be any maybe host for collaboration? Well, I certainly hope so. Um, I've been now at the Indiana University Jacobs School of Music for four years. Uh, I'm director of the Historical Performance Institute there, uh, which was one of the first institutes of its kind in this country, founded in the late 70s. And generations of period instrument players, early music singers have made their way through here. In fact, Riley Lewis's first concertmaster, if I understand it correctly, uh, was our professor of violin, Stanley Ritchie. Uh, when when, wow. it, when they moved to when they moved to period instrument performances, that is, because I know in the early days uh, of the Bach concert it was modern instruments, and I believe they switched over to period instrument at some point in the 90s. Uh, and Stanley was right in there. And uh, in fact, Andrew Fouts, who is the current concert master of the consort, uh, was also uh, a pupil of Stanley Ritchie. So there, there's actually already a strong IU Washington Bach consort connection in, in terms of instrumentalists and, and singers uh, as well. And uh, so uh, it's having been here now four years, uh, you know, uh, some people ask, well, my words, uh, aren't you busy enough? Um, and I know that to some it might seem a little counterintuitive that I would be taking on this other post, but I, I have to tell you that really uh, the opportunity of working with a group like the Bach Consort uh, gives me more energy than it takes away. I can assure you of that. And um, <laughs> I know it doesn't make sense. It's not like saying two plus two equals four, but but um, there is something that keeps me all the more energized in both places just by the, the sort of complementary nature that the two posts uh, afford each other. That is great. Thank you so much. Now, you kind of touched on the term early music, and, and it sometimes, uh, I guess in my view, and maybe you have a different opinion, it could be such a broad term. How do you define early music as it relates to your own um, experiences and performance? That's a wonderful question. So early music indeed has meant slightly different things uh, over the last 40, 50 years, which has seen the uh, early music movement, as it's often called. That is to say the, the return of using period instrument performance for works of Bach or earlier composers, uh, certainly music before 1750. Um, but the ways in which we understand what early music means as a term per se has changed because um, the focus uh, began very early on, maybe a little closer to Renaissance and medieval music. Uh, then there's a greater focus on Baroque music, which has really sort of taken the lion's share of attention in, in the most recent decades. But 
if you can see where we're going now, it's it's sort of it, mm. the chronology of what early music means is, is a moving target, which is to say that there are folks who study historical performance uh, and and bring it all the way up to the end of the 19th century, uh, because there's a lot today we're learning even about the way musicians played in the 19th century that's completely different than what we had thought that you know might be the case say 20 years ago so historical performance itself is merely performing music in such a way that takes into full account all of the sort of historical cultural context of the time that it was written uh, and the whole purpose is is to bring us closer to the composer in every way that we can um, and that's that's really the whole point of it and and anyone who has heard the music of Bach uh, performed by a, a really top-notch period instrument group such as the Bach consort, um, just it's, it, the excitement's immediately brought to life. Now, you, um, in terms of, we've, we've kind of hit on the instrumental side of the, of the consort, but you are a trained singer yourself and having started as a, a boy chorister at St. Thomas Church in New York, and you probably have sung most of this, this repertoire. How will that affect your or influence your approach uh, with the singers in the consort? Well, very strongly, to be sure. Um, although I haven't, well, I was doing a lot of singing professionally from the early 90s to sort of about 2008, uh, you know, about a 16-year period where I was really very strongly engaged in doing a lot of solo and ensemble singing. Uh, after that point, I moved more into the directing area and teaching and researching, and that saps up a good amount of time, and I wasn't really able to keep the sort of vocal side of it going. But that said, having had that whole perspective from having been a boy soprano in New York um, right up to, you know, uh, singing with... <coughs> groups in this country like the American Box Soloists gives me sort of, I mean, I feel like I have a similar perspective to anybody singing in that, in, in the Washington Bach uh, consort. So with, I, I feel that um, also having been an organist, that there's a little bit of an instrumental understanding too. So I feel that at very least I can identify strongly both with the singers and with the instrumentalists. And the interesting thing about performing Baroque music is that even you'll find that instrumentalists want to imitate as much as possible vocal uh, stylism in their playing. In fact, any number of composers and uh, folks writing treatises about how to perform music during the Baroque period always use as their point of departure uh, a sort of cantabile, even Bach says that in his preface to his 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 two-part inventions that that's really most important that it's it's a vocal it's it's really a vocal rhetoric and art to start with well dana um as we end the interview i want to circle back uh to the concert on sunday september the 16th which is really your the beginning of your inaugural season uh with the concert were you aware that September 16th is the day after uh, J. Riley Lewis's birthday? Oh, my words. Uh, that yeah, J. Riley Lewis's his birthday is on September the 15th. 
and the, and so Sunday, September sixteenth. So when I saw the program, I was so happy to see um, that the music was so celebratory in nature, with the handle O for Saint Cecilia's Day and the Magnificat and the Zingatim Heron, and I love that piece. Um, what I, I just I did, I um, as I reflect back on you know being uh, attending many concerts you know, of the of the Washington Bach concert. There's always a sense of community when you go to those concerts. Um, how do you see yourself uh fostering um community as a conductor in the whole Washington area in terms of um linking other organizations with the concert or just being a support system? I'm I'm really glad you asked that question because when I came to have my audition last December uh, for Christmas Oratorio and got to experience firsthand the consort, um, it struck me right away from the first piano vocal rehearsal how much that group of singers felt like a community. Almost, it it, it reminded me of of working in a parish situation. Uh, not not that institutionally speaking it it resembled that, but just in terms of how as a community of people, uh, caring people uh, brought together, that there's really something behind that, and 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 that could only be explained by uh, the influence of someone like Riley Lewis. I never got to meet Riley, but I have any number of friends over the years that have sung his praises both in performances with him, but also in in mentioning their experiences to me. And so I felt like having met the whole organization from stem to stern, that in a sense I was also meeting Riley Lewis as well. And my goal is really to further, I I don't think there can be a better kind of vision for an organization. And uh, that's really how I'd like to help support these coming years. Well, Dana, it's been wonderful to have you on today, and we certainly want to extend a warm Washington welcome to you as you begin this journey as Artistic Director of the Washington Bach Consort. And I want to just remind our listeners to please mark your calendars for the consort season opener on September 16th at 3 o'clock p.m. at the National Presbyterian Church. Again, thank you all for tuning in to Across the Arts with Patrick D. McCoy. And to learn more about the Washington Bach Consort, visit www.bachconsort.org. Again, Dana, thank you so much for being with us today, and we look forward to your new season. Congratulations. Thank you, Patrick. Hope to see you on the 16th. I will be there. Thank you so much. Again, this has been Patrick D. McCoy with the Maestro Series on Across the Arts um, on Blog Talk Radio. I hope that you will join us again for our next installment, so keep your eyes open on Facebook, on Instagram, for announcements of other installments of the Maestro Series. We just finished talking with Dr. Dana Marsh the newly appointed Artistic Director of the Washington Bach Consort. Have a great day and stay tuned.